Hi guys, and welcome to the Self-Development Collective. So it's been a while since I've last um, done a podcast or a video. Um, So I just wanted to get back into it. Um, And starting today, I actually wanted to talk about a personal experience that I've had and something that I think is just a big challenge that we have in general. And that is, you know, the inner critic, fearing, um, having that fear of putting ourselves out there. Um, And I think the most challenging or the interesting thing is, when those two things align. So, you know, we often have that fear that we're not good enough, that we don't know enough, that our work isn't good enough. And then what happens when someone comes and says that and like matches what our inner critic says? And that's an experience that I've had recently. And I just wanted to reflect on it because I do think that it's, again, something that we all struggle with. And it was a really interesting experience because this person, um, had a little bit to say about the type of grief work and particularly they made a suggestion that I should either stick to like grief coaching or life coaching, but that I couldn't do both. And, um, you know, among some other feedback that they had, but the reason that I wanted to focus on that one is because it's a challenge that I've had myself where I've kind of been like, what do I talk about? Do I just talk about grief or do I just talk about the other type of work? Like the inner critic, the boundaries, that sort of stuff. And, you know, I even went to my stats and I was like, okay, let's see what people listen to the most. And like, let me make this decision. And the challenge is to that my stats were not like my stats were both. They had like um, the top episodes from my podcast were either about grief or they were about boundaries, um, that inner critic sort of vibe. And I have wondered whether I needed to separate my work or like just focus on one or the other. And, you know, I had someone else jump on who was talking about my work and how much it helped them. And they were talking more about the boundaries in a critic work. And so I kind of was a bit conflicted. And I think this person saying that just kind of brought that up again for me, but obviously too, um, you know, I just think the inner critic is such a normal experience. We all have those concerns that we're not going to be good enough or our work isn't good enough or people won't like us. Um, and so what do we do when we're actually faced with those decisions? And something, a strategy that I actually learned that was by Dr. Becky, I was listening to her work about parenting and she gave this um, this chat about our role as parents versus the, ro- the role of children, our job as parents, sorry, she said, and the job of children. Uh, what their job is and she was it was really interesting because she was obviously talking about like our job is to as a parent is to regulate and their job is to experience their feelings right so that's kind of the the path she was taking with that work and so when I had this experience last night I was thinking about what this person said and how in particular they were saying that I couldn't show up in both spaces um I kind of was like oh are they right um, am I doing, you know, am I doing this right? Um, you know, taking on what this person was saying. And I think that's the first part that I want to talk about. So when someone gives you feedback, right, how do you determine between the feedback that you should take on versus the feedback that, you know, is perhaps more from a place of their own situation versus genuine feedback. And so, I think that this person bringing this up was interesting because I was already kind of at that point of trying to figure that out. Um, But something that I found that I wanted to talk about in particular was that the person made the suggestion that I couldn't do both. And here's 
the Dr. Becky part that I really used. I was like, okay, so what is my job when I put myself out there? My job in putting myself out there, and again, this isn't just about what this person said. It was also about the fact that, you know, it's that fear of being judged, that person offering that outer critic that matches your inner critic. And then you start to wonder, should you even be doing this at all? And so the process I went through was, you know, what's my job? My job is to show up uh, as I feel um, is best for me. My job is to offer the work that I can offer based on the things that have helped me and I hope that they help other people. My job is to look at feedback and use that feedback with my inner compass to to determine what changes I need to make, whether in my personal life um, or whether it be in my in my work life. Um, that's my job. The other people, like what's not our job, I think is the way I like to explain it, is our job is not to get people to understand us all the time. Our job is to, our job is, sorry, not to be liked by everyone. Our job is not to make choices on what we can do and what we should do based on other people's views of what they think is possible for us. And I think that's a big learning curve that I've had in this moment and a big self-reflection moment. Um, because when I looked at that, I could see some points she was making about the way I had portrayed myself in terms of my content. Um, but the challenge on my end is, you know, I don't just talk about grief. I talk about life. I talk about what's happening in my life. I self-reflect and I use that and the strategies that I use to help me cope in my moments, whether they be grief moments or just moments of inner critic or boundaries or people pleasing, I like to share those strategies regardless, just to offer support to other people. This is the work that I want to do. I am studying to be a psychologist. I don't, I don't intend to reach just one audience. It's kind of like if you go to see like a counselor or a therapist or anything and they say, well, you're not grieving, so I can't see you. Or you're not talking about inner critical boundaries, um, so I can't see you. Like I don't intend to make my content only about one thing because it's not it's not personal to me it doesn't resonate with me to just talk about grief because the reality of it is that my grief has paved the way for my inner work and I have a lot of reflection on that part of my life as well that I like to share too and that's why I don't choose either grief or or like those other areas to talk about I merge both and I know that can be tricky because there'll be people here that haven't lost someone or there'll be people here that have, but also the idea is, you know, you pick and choose the content that you want to listen to. You know, you don't have to listen to every podcast. So I just think that this was really an important experience for me personally, but also I wanted to talk about it because I just know how challenging the inner critic can be. I have a huge inner critic. I've done my own work around this. Um, and that's what I'll be talking about soon as well and doing more episodes on that too. My work and the way I portray myself is very reflective of what I'm going through, whether that's grief or whether that's an inner journey of some sort. And so that list of jobs helped me to look at what feedback I will take on and what feedback I won't and really relying on the part of that inner compass to help determine whether someone's feedback is going to help me to be the person I want to be versus it not being about that. Um, and I think the biggest thing that came out of this for me was recognizing that one thing that is always my job and never someone else's is to determine how I want to show up. And I don't think that any sort of feedback 
um, on how I should and shouldn't be showing up as a person and based on how I should be displaying my experience is something that at this point in my life, I think I can shift for others because the way I am and who I am is very much portrayed in my work. And that's not something that I'm willing to compromise. So for example, by listening to this person's suggestion and only talking about grief or only talking about life and that sort of thing is not me because my grief has paved the way I think. And so for me, it's very much a combination of the two, which is why I struggle so much or I struggle to try and choose between either one because it felt like I was choosing between two different parts of me. And it's really important for me in my work to show up as I am and be honest about what is going on for me and what I'm experiencing and the strategies I'm using, regardless of the life area that I'm referring to. So that's just something that I wanted to bring forward to you today and talk about, you know, when someone offers us, whether it's criticism, judgment, um, genuine feedback, how do we decipher between, you know, what to take on versus to when to take our sort of stand on things. And I think that the, our job, their job um, aspect or what's my job and what's not my job is really important. Like, for example, it's not our job to convince someone else of why we do something, especially if that person is not our person. They don't want to be, you know, in our in our group. They don't want to be part of the community that we're trying to build. And I think that even if it's a family, even if it's a friend and community in a general sense, like, so I think that making those decisions based on what our job is versus what their job is really helped me at least to shift the way I handle these types of situations. So, you know, it's not my job to convince that person that my work is good enough. It's not my job to convince that person that my my work is for them. Um, it's not my job to tell that person how they should and shouldn't feel or ex or how they experience my work. And as challenging as that is because, you know, I really want to be someone genuine and I want to be seen that way, obviously, like we all do. At the end of the day, it's not our job to try and change someone's experience. It's only our job to show up in a way that feels most authentic to us. And whether someone else agrees or not, that's their job, not our job. And I think separating that helps me to take a step back and really helps me to make more aligned decisions. So if you feel like you're struggling with that inner critic, you feel like there's someone, you know, or someone gives you like feedback or really, you know, a little bit like criticism that's probably more on the tough side, that is something to go to, you know, writing a list down, what's your job, what's not your job, you know, what should you be taking on versus not taking on, um, and I think the biggest thing for me in th this experience was recognizing, you know, again, that my job is to choose how I show up and my job is not to adjust that based on what other people think I should do. And I think that that's so challenging because the exact reason that so many of us, including myself, have struggled to put ourselves out there is for this exact situation where we fear that someone will A, literally say what our inner critic says and B, judge us um, for who we are at our core. And this type of exercise just helps me to be a bit more calm, curious, compassionate. I mean, I can definitely understand that perhaps this person was going through, so they are going through so much pain. And I know, again, it's not my job to fix their stuff. It's my job to work with what I have, to be myself, to offer my genuine perspective, to offer my genuine reflections and hope that that resonates with the people that resonate. It's not my job to convince everybody. Um, and it's not my job again to shift what feels right to me based on feedback. Our inner critic 
and this is an important part that I have learned to understand, our inner critic is there to protect us from these moments, to literally tell ourselves the things that we're scared other people will say in the hopes or, you know, that protection idea that if the inner critic says it to us and we hold back, we won't be judged. We won't be told these things that we're so scared to hear from others. And I think that understanding the protective nature of the inner critic makes me appreciate it, understand it, um, and helps me to work with it. And because of the work I've done, I've been able to to handle this situation the way that I have handled it and understand it the way that I have understood it uh, for me. So that's kind of, I hope that that's helpful. I hope that this experience, this reflection that I wanted to share with you today can help you the next time you feel, you know, judged or criticized or you're given feedback really thinking about those jobs. What is our job? What isn't our job? Um, And that, I think, helps us to navigate our decisions and it helps us to navigate our communication as well and where we put our effort as well. So I hope that you have liked this episode. I'm glad to be back doing what I love, talking about everything that, you know, is going on for me, whether that's through my grief, whether that's through my life, whether that's through boundaries, whether that's in a critic, um, I am excited to be back and to be sharing. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and I'll catch you in the next one.